Kevin Pruitt and another episode of Rising Tide Startups. And my guest today is Kate Sulky. Kate, thanks for joining us from the other side of the globe. <laughs> thanks for having me. And I think you mentioned that uh, it's about midnight there. It is midnight. It's, uh, yeah, about 20 past midnight. Wow. So I think if the, the roles were reversed and it was midnight on my side, I'd probably be like, horizontal on the camera and my eyes would probably be closed but it is so good to have you and I, I have uh, I've been stalking you on Facebook a little bit and I just love your story so thanks for coming on and, and sharing your story so tell us a little bit about who is Kate Sulky. Uh, well I grew up in Toronto um, I've had a million and one jobs <laughs> I kept uh, looking for something different thinking uh, I was gonna find the perfect job and I kept moving to different places. Um, I've probably moved every year since I was 18. I have a bachelor's of arts in uh, psychology from university and uh, yeah, I've just kind of traveled all over my whole life and I've really fallen in love with it. So what are you doing specifically right now to kind of pay the bills and pay the, pay the airline fees? Ah, the airline fees. <laughs> well, um, basically I've branded myself um, and my lifestyle and I essentially help people reach out to me and I help them um, kind of live their dreams escape the nine-to-five and uh, so I do I, we run courses I've got tips and tricks um, we do network marketing we do affiliate marketing mm -hmm. and I'm getting into uh, crypto right now but okay. that is way at the beginning stages yeah. <laughs> So, so specifically, tell us what what the company or the brand name is. So, because I'm my own brand, um, it's called Vegabond Blonde Adventures, and essentially, I have got a Facebook pan, uh, fan page uh -huh. and a Facebook group um, that you can follow me on, follow um, my adventures, and you can contact me with any kind of questions. And if someone is really interested and, you know, they really, really am uh, seriously interested in this kind of lifestyle, um, they can contact me and we get them into basically a training course, which teaches them how to, how to make money remotely online. Okay. So, so tell me, what was kind of the shift? You said, you know, I've tried a number of different things since I, you know, even pre-college, you said since you were 18, you may have moved every year. So yeah. I mean, did you, did you tend to move universities like you move locations or? <laughs> <laughs> so in university, uh, so my parents have always traveled a lot for work. Um, and I just remember it as a kid, like just being really excited, um, to see photographs and, you know, the gifts, they would get me really beautiful gifts from all around the world. Mm -hmm. um, and so I kind of fell in love with it. Um, I went to a French speaking school. So we went on a, my first trip to France. We did a, a tour de France when I was like 13. And so I just head over heels with traveling from then on. Um, in university, I switched houses a lot. Um, I moved to cities, then I moved to the Arctic Circle. Uh, and yeah, you now mentioned that in the pre-chat, <laughs> just yeah, really casually, like when I lived in the Arctic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I was always looking for a change. And uh, I finally figured out that the saving for a, uh, saving for whatever, eight months out of the year so I can have my two weeks vacation is mm. just not, yeah, not, not for me. <laughs> yeah. So you speak French and English, you speak any other languages a little bit? A little, you, did yeah, you I speak Ukrainian? It, 
No, I I am Ukrainian, but I don't speak it. But I did live in Italy for a while, so oh, I speak wow. Italian. Um, and in the Arctic, actually, there's a high um, a deaf population. Mm -hmm. So I was learning a little bit of ASL. Oh, wow. Do they use yeah. ASL in, in the, I mean, the ASL stands for Absolutely. American Sign Language? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, we lived in France for about three years. So, uh, je parle de français un peu. <laughs> Where best did you live? <laughs> we lived, uh, yeah, mes enfants parlent très bien français. Um, I live. That uh, sounds really good, though. <laughs> uh, we lived just south of Paris, down by Orly okay. Airport, and okay. uh, for about a year and a half. And then we lived just outside of Marseille, uh, kind of in a northern, oh, northern uh, banlieue. But uh, loved, loved the south, loved the loved mm -hmm. Provence and and the food, mm -hmm. the culture. The, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm very Mediterranean. So we lived in Jordan as well. So <laughs> I mean, we've lived around the. Around okay. the Mediterranean, different places. But uh, anyway, this story is about you there. and not my travels. So, <laughs> what was the what was that point or that moment that you shifted and thought, okay, I, I'm not going to work at Starbucks in Toronto anymore. I'm going to go and, mm -hmm. and we're going to travel. And I'm going to figure out a way to to fund this this passion or whatever. Tell us just kind of the story behind that. Um. Well, I was in the Arctic and I had a very wonderful job with the most amazing team of people. Um, we had a great working relationship, but I just, um, I just remember, I think I came home one day and my roommate at the time said, she's like, what is wrong with your face? <laughs> my eyes were so bloodshot mm. from the halogen lights and the double monitors yeah. that like my, like I was in so much pain from my eyes mm. and, uh, I mean, I loved the job. I really did. But just sitting all day with like monitors and screens. And I was a financial analyst. So I was looking at small numbers. Right. Um, I just remember thinking, there's got to be something better <laughs> than this. I, and I realized how much I loved the people. And so as long as I was surrounded by the people I enjoyed. Right. And I mean, I love to travel. I love meeting people. So if I can do that all together, then why not? So who was, I'm going to, I'm kind of moving around here on, on how kind of mm -hmm. the prep I gave you a little bit, but so was there a person that was, that inspired you that, I mean, when you, when you came home and had these bloodshot eyes that non-alcohol induced and you're going, <laughs> okay, so how can I, you know, number one, what can I do? And number two, how can I do it? I mean, I, I think that is such a, such a, you know, a question that so many people in your, you know, kind of in your age demographic and, and, you know, lifestyle really want to know, they want to know how I can do this. Exactly. So I had kind of been following some people on Instagram on, on Facebook, uh, for maybe a couple months in the summer, um, this past summer, by mm -hmm. the way. And I, uh, I just kept contacting them. Mm -hmm. I probably really bothered them, but I didn't care. I was like, I need in. I need this. And they just kept posting photos and um, just about their lives. And they're actually here in Bali now. Okay. Um, so my mentor, my mentor, his name is Felix. And he finally said to me one day, he's like, if you're serious about this, really serious, then I will take the time. And I said, I am 100%. And I didn't have a plan B. So I mean, for crying out loud, Felix, I work in the Arctic. The I mean, of course <laughs> right, I'm serious. Exactly. <laughs> 
exactly. I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta go do more. And actually to fly out of the Arctic is just so expensive that it's not really something you can just hop back and forth. It, it really is that expensive that you only make a couple trips a year. Mm -hmm. Now, when you say the Arctic, specifically where were you and was this related to oil i mean what was kind of the i no, mean the um, industry so was, is there i was in the capital of uh, nunavut which is ecoit and uh so it's not it's not the it's in canada so it's the okay Canadian so Arctic. so okay uh, yeah yeah it may have been like it may as well have been a different world though sure. because it's just uh it's gorgeous it's amazing i loved it but I needed I needed somewhere a little bit more accessible. <laughs> so it makes the Yukon Territory kind of look like Bali. Yes. Well, they have trees. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I do miss trees. I bet. I bet. So you, <laughs> you started. You contacted Felix and maybe some others, and you said, "Okay, mm -hmm. how do you? How can I make this happen?" And and did he have like a course, or he just kind of take you on as a coach, or what was what was the backstory? Well, um. Basically, I've been like I said, pestering him mm -hmm. essentially for a couple of months. And he finally said, if you're serious, I'll make the time. I said, I am. And uh, I've heard some other responses from other people who have been mentored by him and others saying that they kind of like dipped their toe into it. But seeing as I didn't really have a plan B, mm -hmm. I basically just jumped into yeah. the deep end. I was like, I'm in, let's do it, let's go. I didn't, yeah, I didn't have a plan B and that's kind of the mindset that you have to have. So, um, he takes you through some, uh, through some seven day challenges. It's just like a mindset reset right. just to make sure that you're going to be, uh, mentally prepared for, um, what you're going to have to do and just to make sure that you are still interested mm -hmm. in that kind of thing. So, because it's not an exceptionally easy lifestyle to, right. uh, to have, but, for me, it's worth it 100%. I mean, the vacation aspect of this lifestyle wears off at some point in time. So It does. And you've yeah. got, okay, now I've got to motivate myself because I, now I feel like, you know, every Tuesday I, I just can't get out of bed, you know, because I'm mm -hmm. thinking, well, there's really nobody pushing me. I, it's just kind of me. I'm, I'm, I have to be self-motivated. I have to, you know, I'm the one that has to answer those emails. I'm the one that has to get online and, and do exactly. the kind of the hard graft, you know, to make this work. So. What were some of the things that you don't have to get very specific, but what were some of the things that that he did initially with you that kind of uh, was almost like a test of, you know, how how serious are you? Are, are you going to burn the boats here? And, you know, mm -hmm. is it is it you're all in? So what were some of the things that he kind of took you through? And, and have you kind of adapted some of those in your own practice? Yes. So um, he basically took me through, like I mentioned, the seven day challenge. Mm -hmm. um, and it is it is a test. And so you make things like a vision board. Mm -hmm. And you know what, if you can't come up with a vision, maybe it's not the right. Uh, maybe it's not the right fit. Right. Um, also, he had us write down. Um, well, every morning I have a couple notebooks that I write down in, and one of them is my grateful notebook, and I write down 10 things that I'm grateful for. And some days it is the most difficult thing in the world. Yeah, it is I'm not sure. as easy yeah. as it sounds. Um, so that was another one. And it's just to make sure that you kind of are ready to, to take a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and you would tend to, I think, if you did this every morning, you tend to think, I'm, I'm recycling these. I'm kind of using the same ones over and over. I've got to come up with 10 some, new ones every day. Yeah, some mornings is, I am grateful for my coffee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> because it, it's a stretch. But other mornings, it's very easy, and I'm, sure. you know, sitting on the beach with a coconut, so. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you you have some incredible, you know, images on Instagram and, and on Facebook. Or you're, you're really a fun follow. I mean, since we got connected Thank on Facebook, you. I mean, some of the things you post because I, you know, I've liked them or whatever. I mean, they tend to come up in my feed. So mm -hmm. it, it was really interesting. I I, uh, I was looking forward to this interview just based on some of the things that you had, had posted earlier. So tell me what the, you know, you, you said you started this about 18 months ago. You started kind of this, you're all in. Less than that. So what time? Uh, the September. Time September. Oh, September of this year. Wow. So it's so been you're, four uh, Four months. Wow. So <laughs> it, it may be hard to answer these next questions, but give me give me kind of the yeah. highlight or the, the low light of the last four months. What's start with the low light, let's end on a high note. So what was the All hardest right. thing you've experienced in, in those four months? So one of the hardest things, um, and I did have to think about this when I got your, your prep questions, mm -hmm. was um, basically having people understand that this is not a quick fix, this is not a get rich scheme mm -hmm. this this is hard work yep. and it takes time and it takes practice um and perseverance and right. consistency so i mean you'll notice that i post around the same time every day mm -hmm. because i need that consistency and if you're going to be lax about it and people just think oh yeah no these people look like they're having so much fun all the time and it is it is actually hard work to come up with posts all the time sure. but it is great when you go and do stuff like today i went to the temples so i had i had things to post mm -hmm. um, but some days you know we work we work uh at the desk or we go to a cafe and we work for six hours um but it feels good because you're working for yourself right and you're progressing and you're learning and you're practicing so so yeah that would be one of the things is uh a low point it's just people who don't understand that this is not um easy but like i mentioned it's worth it did you have to come to that realization yourself i mean um, what was kind of that was i mean when you came into it did you come into it pretty eyes wide open or like eyes half open and you're thinking i thought i really understood what i was getting into but then you know there was a tuesday that or a wednesday that i got i'm thinking i hate my life you know what can i <laughs> what can i do to you know can i go back to the arctic and get strained eyes at the computer screen, right. you know, that type of thing. So, um, Actually, is there that moment? I came, I came into it with eyes pretty, like, on fire, like, eyes on the prize kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I had, when I got back from living in Italy, I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I just kind of got recruited into doing, like, business-to-business -business sales. Mm -hmm. And I was fairly good at it, um, but it wears off really quickly. And I just, I was young. And I wasn't, I wasn't ready for the, uh, you know, to pound the pavement every sure. single day right. in the winter, holding yep. my little binder. Um, so actually this time I knew what I was getting into and I knew that it wasn't going to be easy. I knew it was going to be hard work, but that I would have a wonderful community around me mm -hmm. uh, who we can ask questions to at at, in any time zone and someone will be awake to answer. Right. So that was one of the things. I knew that I had some some help, but I knew that it would it would be a lot of hard work on my end, but yep. that it would be 
worth it. And I was tired of uh, constantly switching jobs all the time looking for fulfillment. Right. Now, did you, you mentioned Italy. This was prior to last September, right? So. Oh, yeah. So yeah, what, I lived... what was the Italy phase or and were there other phases? I mean, you know, you went to, did you, you went to university in Toronto? Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um, and then you, well, then it's what? outside of Toronto, but yeah. Okay. Um, I lived after university. I was living. In, I was working in a call center, mm-hmm. um, where I got yelled at all the time. <laughs> of course, you did. and uh, exactly. And uh, so I decided to move to Italy and uh, be a nanny. I had been a nanny in university like in an Germany, type thing. but I was an au pair. Okay. So for just one summer, I was an au pair in Germany, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, after university, why don't I just do that again? So then I came back and kind of had to fall back into like daily life, right. uh, which was really difficult for me. So, is it easier for? I mean, it it's it would be somewhat difficult, I think, for an American to get a kind of a long term visa. Is it easier, do you think, for Canadians to get long term visas in Europe for that for that oh, particular yeah. thing? One hundred percent. My visa didn't. It wasn't difficult to get. Um, it's a working holiday visa. It allows me to stay in the country for a year. Okay. Um, but I know just because I've got American friends, and actually all my family is American, uh, that they have a, a really difficult time uh, getting visas. Right. Right. But yes. So. It's not easy in Canada, but they don't make you jump through so many hoops. All right. So I, I, I took you off on a little bit of a rabbit trail there. So <laughs> no you worries. started with kind of the, you know, the most difficult thing you've, you've dealt with. But tell me, mm-hmm. what's the highlight of, of the last, you know, four, four or five months? What, what would you say, this is what got me out of bed every morning right here. This, this was the, the pinnacle of that four months. Um. There's a couple things, but I won't. <laughs> I won't dive yeah, too much time. into it. It's your time. You can you can go on both of them if you want to. <laughs> well, we um, a friend and I we backpacked Europe for mm-hmm. October and November of this year, and our first stop was Paris. And we are sitting in this very expensive, but not worth it, uh, Airbnb on the 16th, like top floor of this building. It's mm. a one room apartment with a mattress on the floor. Yeah. And I'm sitting on my laptop and I bought my ticket to Bali. Just, I just bought it. <laughs> and I think we high fived. And then I think we both fell asleep from jet lag. But that was one of the highlights was just buying my ticket to Bali. Um, because it's something that I always wanted to do. Uh, another high is just being uh, surrounded by a great group of people all the time. Um, we've got our own like Bali group chat, and people will say, I'm going to work at this cafe today at noon. Does anyone want to come? And so we've got photos of all of us you know, working right. and hanging out and going for dinner and celebrating birthdays and um, achievements. And so it's, it's great. Now, is that group was that group connected to what Felix was doing and what Felix put together, or is this like something yeah. you found on Facebook or what? No, um, this is the group that's connected to the uh, to the course okay. portion, to the network uh, right. marketing portion of what we do. But there are a lot of co-working groups in Bali um, where I'm sure there's like a Facebook group, and you can just. Uh, say I'm going here, or you can tag along to someone else, and people just bounce ideas off each other. It's a really incredible thing to be a part of. 
I got a crazy question for you because I, I do a I kind of host an, an informal co-working thing on Fridays here in the States. And, sure. and uh, I mean, I, I have my day job. I'm in an office, but on Fridays I, I do this. I do my day job work, but I do it in, a, in another environment. So how how do you um, in in your environment when you're in a co-working space all the time? So how do you deal with that that one or two people that are that they're there just to chat? You're trying to get work done and they're just yakking, you know, and you're going, look, look, does, is it the peer pressure of the group that kind of sets in and says, you know, hey, we don't mind chatting a little bit, but we're actually here to do work. You know, we, we understand that, you know, you have a, a trust fund that daddy pays for you to be here and you're just you're just on vacation, <laughs> but I've got a job to do, you know. So how do, yeah. you, how do you kind of deal with that in a nice way, obviously? Well... Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty well organized. So what I'll do is I will save my really difficult things for either home mm -hmm. or for the group that I know is there to work. Right. And on the groups that I know that people are a little bit more chatty, I will, um, I'll bring questions because they clearly want to chat. Why not make it productive? Um, so I'll bring questions about, you know, can you show me this program? Can you show me what you're doing here? Um, what do we think about this? Can you, and I'll bounce ideas back off them. Um, another thing that I'll do is uh, put my earphones in and yep. listen to Baldi and Tchaikovsky. And that usually helps. That's the universal <laughs> sign of, I, I want to work, don't talk to right. me. Right. <laughs> Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> hey, I, I love Vivaldi. I'm I'm more of a Mozart guy, but I love Vivaldi is my close second. So yeah. Ah. One thing I I want to tell you that's completely kind of off off track here, but you know I'm a little scattered anyway. So this is just this is kind of the fun thing. But looking yeah. at the the music that you listed on your Facebook profile, my <laughs> goodness, I started listening. To these. I love that <laughs> we have such, and I I hope you don't find, are offended by this, but our music no. taste is. So so similar. I mean, I just, I, I had, these were, you know, new groups that I hadn't heard of. And I'm thinking mm -hmm. this is, this is almost like a, it's almost like an old soul folk, you know, music. Taste. That is a huge compliment. But I mean, I just, I really did. I, and I mean that, you know, in, a, in the best possible way, I, I just, I love the, your taste in music and thank you for introducing me to some new bands that I can listen to. <laughs> That's so, fantastic. Yeah. I'm such a music head. Like I have a playlist for waking up, for showering, for making breakfast, for cooking on the weekends versus cooking on the weekdays. Like I have a playlist for everything. I just, I can't do anything without music, which is, is another, amazing. which is another uh, difficult thing for me is working. It's no music goes away now. It's work time. <laughs> yeah. Can, I mean, do you find yourself, can you do both? Can you listen to music and, and kind of get your work done or is it depending on, on what you're doing? It depends on what I'm doing. It also depends if it's classical or not, and it depends if it, I know the words. Because I have some playlists <laughs> that I listen to a lot, where I know all the words, and then yeah, I then start typing right. out lyrics. That's exactly <laughs> I got this email from you, and it just sounded, looked like right. a song lyric. <laughs> right in the middle exactly. of the email. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for, for letting me t chase that, that major rabbit there. But let's get yeah, back no to, to kind of what you're what you're doing today, give me kind of a, a day in the life of Kate Sulky. I mean, what, what would it look like? What time do you get up? You know, how do you, how do you kind of, 
organize your day? I mean, you, you seem extremely organized. I mean, you said that you were, and then you kind of proved it through, you know, some of the things you said. So um, I do try you know, to as, be. A, as a type A here, how do you, how do you say, okay, here's, here's what my day is going to look like. Uh, what does a typical day look like? Um, I wake up pretty early. Um, I used to work at a gym and so I had to open it. So I got used to waking up mm. really early. So I'm usually up by seven. Um, sometimes I will, I will check my Instagram first. I will answer messages. I will answer comments. I will search my statistics on Instagram from bed on my phone, um, doing like the one eye. Exactly. And <laughs> trying to see. Um, then I usually get up, get a shower, get dressed. Um, I might start work then if I'm not feeling too hungry. If I am, then I'll go down and grab something um, and uh, work while I eat. And it, de it really depends on the day. Sometimes, um, for example, some of the sanctuaries, some of the temples, you like to get to early right. so it doesn't get too hot. Yeah, or um, crowded. And crowded. So on a normal day here, um, if we don't have something planned, then we will work uh, in the mornings, eat breakfast. We might order in lunch. We might not eat lunch. We might uh, uh, go out for lunch and then maybe go to the beach in the afternoon right. or meet some friends for dinner. Uh, but yeah, I do a lot of my working from in the morning because I find that's like my quiet time um, to kind of focus. And then in the afternoons, we usually come back uh, like three or four and we do um, more work. And sometimes it'll go on until the night, mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes we go out for dinner. It depends. So you keep. I know that was a little bit all over the. Place, no, but. no, I mean that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, and you you keep referring to we. Is this also yeah. kind of the course members? I mean, are you guys living in a house together, or what's the um, what's kind of the the group arrangement there? Mm -hmm. So actually, four new member or four members. Um, just got to Bali yesterday. So they are living with um, Felix and the two uh, and two others that have been here probably the longest and have been traveling for four or five years now right. uh, doing network marketing with right. this program. Um, and I live with another one of the members. And so, yeah, it just, it saves on cost. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can all work together and uh, teach each other things. So it's actually really, it's beneficial in, in every way. Right. I mean, it, it probably also is, is more, it's from a safety factor too, of mm -hmm. traveling alone. I mean, you, you've you got the group around you. So what, what compare Canada to Bali expense wise, you know, living expenses, you know, food, rent, that type of thing. Um, well, the Arctic is ridiculously expensive yeah, sure. in every way. Um, it's also an island where I was, which is funny because Bali is also an island. Um, so people expect things to be really, really cheap here, and some things are. But I've noticed that, you know, we go out to eat, maybe just the two of us, um, and it's still like a $20, $25 bill in Canadian dollars. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's not atrocious, it's right. not terrible, but if you don't keep an eye on it, it yeah. does add up. Yeah. Um, recently, you know, I was in Mexico, I was mm -hmm. living there for a little bit, right. and the prices there uh, for fresh fruit and vegetables are so inexpensive. Mm -hmm. 
but here because it's an island anything that's native to bali uh is cheaper but there's still a lot of really expensive right. things right you can go to the beach club the high-end beach club and get a hundred dollar steak mm -hmm. if you wanted to sure um so I think people come to Asia and parts of Asia and they just think it's going to be, you know, just pennies and cents. And it's it's not always the case. You do need to keep an eye on it. It definitely is cheaper in rent than yeah. Canada, though. And I, I would think, you know, places like maybe Phuket, like in Thailand or, you know, yeah. would be even cheaper than Bali because Bali is oh, such yeah. a, you know, such a high, you know, and high demand tourist area. You know, as it is well. now, yeah. So just such a like a tourist destination. So, mm -hmm. um, well, let's let's shift a little bit and kind of take a little bit of a deeper dive here. And I mean, you mentioned you know the the, the person that kind of got you into this, or was it your initial mm -hmm. coach? But is there is there one person online now that that uh, you know we may know? Maybe somebody that you know had is a little bit more famous than than the famous Felix. Uh, you know that you may you may know that that uh, you kind of look to every day as for inspiration or uh, absolutely. So there's a photographer um, on Instagram, um, and his name is uh, Quinn Schrock. And how do you he, spell that last name? Um, S C H R O C K. Okay. And that's Quinn with one N. Okay. Anyways, he is from California, and he is a, a professional photographer, and his Instagram account is Ever Changing Horizon, and he has some of the greatest pictures. Um, I know, actually, Felix and I were talking about this the other day, that he really likes motivational accounts that, sure. that really have strong messages, but I really like um, nature mm -hmm. and natural uh, photography and Quinn just gets these shots that are just impossible mm. uh, for anyone else to get. They're just incredible, and he sh he does them a lot around the states and Canada mm -hmm. in these places that you didn't. They look like tropical paradise, but it's you know Utah. Yeah. So, wow. So it, he finds these spaces that are just incredible. So I've been following him for a little while, and whenever I'm ha feeling like ugh. Like it's raining outside. I just want to sit in bed and like <laughs> eat Balinese food. <laughs> then I look at his photos and I'm like, "You're right." And I'm he's got again. right. He's got an amazing following, and uh, he's he's professional. He's he's got I guess contracts with really big names. So mm -hmm. like he's kind of done. Natural Geographic and Condé Nast and places like that. He takes pictures for yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Well, tell me, is there a quote that uh, that inspires you that you kind of, you know, maybe you've taped on your laptop somewhere that this is okay. <laughs> I got to read this every day. This is this is motivational. I actually keep it in my wallet, um, and it's the I, most people have heard it. It's just the quote: "If everyone, um, if it was easy, everyone would do it." Right. So where because it kind of origination of that? Do you know? I, I mean, I probably just saw it somewhere, you know, in like a guidance counselor's there you go. <laughs> office or something in high school. But it just kind of stuck with me. And it's it's true. Sometimes doing things the way that other people don't do them and being, you know, doubted and things like that, they really get to you. But this kind of reminds me, you know what, I'm doing something that's right for me and I'll help anyone who wants help. But uh I'm, I'm not going to do what everyone else wants me to do. 
because uh, I tried that and it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have an independent, <laughs> in a good way, an independent spirit that you know is, is that's the way you're wired, and you know yep. you kind of no, you you figured that out, and and now you're trying to build a lifestyle around that. So, what exactly. uh, you don't have a really long runway, but if you go back four or five months, what is one piece of advice that you said? That you could would give yourself now that you wish you would have known then that, that would have you know kind of been a game changer um i wish i would have done it sooner mm. um i i don't know if i would have been um prepared as much mm -hmm. but i wish i had kind of looked into this type of thing sooner and made myself a little bit more aware mm -hmm. of it instead of constantly just moving jobs and thinking that that you know, that's going to be it. Right. Um, so I wish I had known a lot sooner that this was kind of an option. Mm -hmm. uh, just because, you know, you always say, oh, well, I'll start the next day. Procrastination on anything. And you're that much further behind when you finally do start. Sure. So why not start earlier and then have greater achievements and, uh, I guess, wisdom than when you would have actually started. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you imagine being in my space? I mean, I, I've got clothes older than you, you know, so, <laughs> you know, I'm probably wearing clothes older than you. So this is a perfect segue into the very final segment that I want to want to ask you about. And, and this is, uh, it's kind of a, we like to finish with almost like a micro course, you know, a three-step tiny little tidbit to leave our listeners with that, you know, that have, have persevered through the entire episode and listened to it. But if, you know, let's let's kind of role play here a little bit, and I am sure. interested in doing what you want to do. What are the, what give me give me kind of the three steps? Almost do a little mini coaching session with me or whatever that you would do. That say, okay, here's three steps that you need to know or focus on or to to kind of step into this. So, I'm all ears. Well, all right. Well, um, first I would probably ask you where you're currently based. Mm -hmm. Um, also if, if it's what aspect of it is it that you like, we have some moms who want to just spend more time at home with their kids. Right. They don't want to go traveling. We have some, I, we are, uh, I think our youngest is uh, 19. And so he just wants to go out and travel. That's what he wants to do. So I'd kind of get a feel for who the person is, what kind of situation they're in. Um, I'd also then number two is I'd like to know what kind of return that they are expecting. Mm -hmm. um, what can they live on? What what kind of numbers are they looking at? Right. Because that could also be, you know, maybe this isn't for you, maybe it is. Um, it just depends on how hard you're prepared to work. Right. And then we would probably look at what course is best because there are a lot of different ones. And for me, um, I wanted it all. Like mm -hmm. I said, I dove into this. So I wanted everything. So I was like, just, I'm going to take it. <laughs> but there are a lot of different ones where um, you don't have to have, you know, maybe you, you aren't interested in e-commerce. Maybe you're interested in just the Instagram, Facebook portion of it. But it gives you a lot of information about like the, uh, the back, the back editing and how to how to have your Facebook, how to have your Instagram. And so it is, it's a really informative course. Um, so yeah, we would just discover what you're really looking for because you never want to have someone start something and then then realize, no, maybe this isn't it. 
Mm-hmm. So we just want to make sure. Also, that person is then invited to the team if they want to be. And uh, we want to make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with really motivated uh, self-starters because right. we don't want any we don't want any portion of um, of our group to be taken advantage of or mm-hmm. time wasted because that's just uh, that's not why we're here. Right. You don't, and you don't. You guys don't have the time to waste. I mean, you not at all. It needs to be productive. You know, the work time needs to be productive. So mm-hmm. when you say we, is it is this is this a a group that is? Um, I mean, is there like a monthly subscription that you're paying to be in this group or are you just is it the courses that you paid for that get you in in the group or what what kind of i guess once you let's say you've, you've taken the three courses you want to take are you in the group or you you do you stay in the group or is it what's the you if, kind of refer if to you group. want to be okay. yeah if you want to be it's not a subscription um it's basically just a community mm-hmm. it's a community that helps each other out we build each other up some people uh, they are they start their own businesses. Um, I have a friend who does uh, media marketing, and so it's not at all. I don't know anything about that. Right. So he'll ask questions, and we'll all, all kind of put in our input. So it, it's more of a community just to um, have each other's back, answer questions, be there when someone needs it. So now so it, yeah, it's not a subscription, and you don't have to be in it, but it is. Um, it is nice to have that kind of uh, support. Sure. Now, this you're not you're not talking about the vagabond blonde adventures. You're talking about another group, or are you talking specifically yes. about yours? Nope. Mine is my own brand, um, but this other group of people um, uh, we're just called uh, the tribe, mm-hmm. and we uh, we just help each other out. We just support each other, and so we all have our own things that we're doing. Uh, but if anyone has questions, then it's the place to go. Right. It's kind of like having your personal um, ask Jeeves. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and people that are that have similar motivations and similar mm-hmm. you know desires to or passions. Now this is this is not specifically related to Bali. This is kind of a global tribe you're yeah. talking about. You could live anywhere yeah. and be part of this. So. Oh yes, we're on every time zone. Um, it just so happens that the two people that really kind of brought this um, this company together uh, are in Bali, mm-hmm. and so a lot of us has, have come here because I mean it's gorgeous. It's a great place to be. It's a great place to meet everybody. Right. Um, so why not? Right. So. Give me a little bit of a as far as the courses that you're talking about. Kind of give me the price range and what we're talking about as far as these. Is it a you know a seven day mini course is four hundred dollars a you know a ten month coaching full coaching course is ten thousand I mean what's what what mm-hmm. is kind of the course offerings that you're talking about in this group? So like I mentioned, there are a lot of different ones, um, and it does depend on what kind of things you're looking for. It also depends if we want you to be a part of sure. our 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 tribe, right? Um, if you're going to bring positive energy and motivation, um, it's a lot different. So right. um, the courses range from about, I think the last time that I looked, because sometimes the prices change, mm-hmm. were about 500 to about 4000 mm-hmm. But if you look at any courses online with you know marketing and um, and 
you know, they go through everything, uh, Shopify and Instagram and Facebook and a lot of others. These courses cost that much because right, <laughs> right. they are kind of, well, the future. They kind of allow us to work remotely like this. So they're, uh, they're definitely worth it. And uh, one of the things that we also say is that these free, these free courses, they don't motivate you. Mm-hmm. Like I have a, I have a fire now because I know that I invested um, my money and my time in exactly. myself. So why not? I'm not just going to walk away and just say, oh, well, didn't work. Right. Like I, like I don't have a plan B. So yeah. And a lot of the free ones, <laughs> they lead to paid. So they're yes, really just they almost clickbait to, to get you in, exactly. interested enough to get to the paid version of whatever they're offering. Yes. So. And I've taken a lot of those courses before um, I invested in this one because I wanted to make sure that I, you know, was taking the right one for me. And uh, I almost bought another one, actually, but it was more to travel and lifestyle, yep. um, whereas mine is really about travel and travel tips and hacks and and uh, I really wanted to grow uh, an online presence and right. not just have a lifestyle page where I have pictures of sure. food and, and uh, uh, clothing. But the courses you're talking about more specifically are how to make money online, how to, exactly. how to create revenue type thing. Yes. Well, Kate, or Kate, I'm sorry. Thank you for taking your time today. And as late as it is there, um, you know, I could just continue to ask you questions on and on and on and, you know, ad nauseum and you would, you'd probably fall asleep on the, on the camera because I have, I have kept you up into the wee hours of the morning, but it has been a delight to have you on, on rising tide. Is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you want to close out or just tell people how they can find you and, uh, this is your Absolutely. time to close it right here, and, and then I'll just wrap it up. Perfect. Um, well, it was great to be here. Um, it is late, but uh, I'm pretty pumped right now. I'm pretty excited. So uh, if you if anyone wants to find me on Instagram, it's uh, Kate Gets Lost. So it's K-A-Y-T-E-G-E-T-S-L-O-S-T. Um, and then my Facebook group is Vegabond Blonde, and my fan page is Vegabond Blonde Adventures, and they're linked to each other. So um, if anyone wants to find me, you know where. All right. Well, I, I'll certainly make <laughs> sure that those are also posted in the in the show notes. So if, if people listen to the episode and they go to the website page, those notes will be on there as well. But, uh, Kate, thank you so much for your time today, and thanks for kind of wrapping it up with, with some good tips and you know how we can – you know, people can kind of get into this lifestyle if this is something that interests them. And mm-hmm. I just the whole tenor of the conversation, I just appreciate that, you know, your your kind of encouraging attitude and, and just really it fits so well with what this we're trying to do here at our podcast. And that is to just want, we want to thank you for helping all boats rise in a rising tide. Kate, thanks again. Perfect. Have a great day. See you.